Welcome to another episode of Crypto for Planners. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about altcoins and what has been going on with them over the last week. Joining me today, you know him as the William Wallace of crypto. It is Adam Blumberg. Adam, how are you doing? I'm good, Steve. I'm here for the freedom. <laughs> you are. for the freedom. We are. We are. Yeah. We never surrender. That's, exa- that's exactly right. And yeah. so if you're the William Wallace, I'm trying to think of who... Uh, Edward the Longshanks is, and I think that is clearly Gary Gensler right now. He is clearly, clearly Gary Gensler, and I feel like you have already thought about that analogy. But if not, that was an awesome, awesome pull there on the uh, on the Edward Longshanks uh, analogy there. I only did a couple minutes ago. Now I'm thinking about how I work in the prima nocta and keep going with what Gary Gensler's doing. But maybe I, we'll. Maybe I we'll think you just need one. to quit while you're yeah. ahead. I think so. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll take a shot at it, uh, at getting us canceled here towards the end. At least we can get this ep- this episode out <laughs> first. So why we're talking about altcoins, which is probably my least favorite topic in all of crypto, is because they are in the headlines and there was a major move over the weekend down 20, 30 plus percent on a lot of them. So um, why, Adam, what's going on with the altcoins right now? Well, okay. First, Steve, we need to kind of define altcoins. A lot of people define altcoins as like everything that's not Bitcoin. Um, I guess we need to figure out where we're defining altcoins. I don't throw ETH in there. Uh, I don't throw several of like DeFi protocols in there. Uh, altcoins to me are, are more of, of kind of holdovers from more early days of blockchain, I guess. And early days is circa, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018, when instead of people launching proto, you know, protocols on top of Ethereum or, or something like that, everyone thought that, every, that, that they could launch their own blockchain, their own network, mm-hmm. and they would have a token associated with it, much like Bitcoin was a token associated with the Bitcoin network and ETH is a token associated with the Ethereum network. Everyone launched their own blockchain and their own token associated with it. So there are several mm-hmm. of those. Um, and, and if that's okay with a definition with you, Steve, uh, I'll ask you if, if that's where you're going with altcoins. Yeah, it, you know, and one of the things that's difficult in this industry is not everybody uses the same terms and definitions because it's so new. So I think what we typically try to do is call a token something that's built on a blockchain, right? So if it's not at the base layer, it's something built on top of it, it's a token. If it's a coin, that is its own blockchain. It's the native coin of its own blockchain, whereas Ether is the coin of Ethereum, Bitcoin is the coin of the Bitcoin blockchain and on and on. And Solana is a coin of the, um, you know, Solana blockchain Sol is. And so I, I think really we're looking at then a layer one blockchain coin that is not Bitcoin or Ether. Is that fair enough? Yeah, I, I think that would be fairly accurate. I, I think that's pretty accurate, Steve. And remember, a lot of these were launched again in 2016, 2017, 2018, when everyone thought you had to have your own blockchain or they kind of wanted to replicate the success of Bitcoin. Yeah. Right. That's what we we saw quite a bit. And the analogy I've given in the past in terms of a coin for a network is the equivalent of if we go way back to 1776, the dollar was the coin of the United States network. Right. It was newly yeah. launched. No one quite knew what the value was going to be. But this was our currency. It's just, it, Bitcoin is the same of the Bitcoin network. ETH is the same of the Ethereum network. So if we look at what happened in, in the last week in terms of the value of some of these altcoins uh, last week, we talked about the SEC actions, uh, SEC lawsuits against Binance on Monday, Coinbase on Tuesday. And in each of those, the SEC referenced several different coins that they deemed or they thought were securities. 
of course, in, in the mess of all the different other parts of the suit, whether it's with Binance and talking about their, their potential for fraudulent activity or Coinbase and, and their potential for not registering what they thought they needed to register. Of course, the SEC has sprinkled in. And by the way, you've listed all these different uh, assets that we think are securities. Um, and so it, again, Steve, I'm going to stop for a second here. Make sure that we're caught up. Make sure that, that you're agreeing with me here because we, we didn't pre-plan this. I want to make sure that we're all caught up. Yeah, we didn't do our meticulous pre-planning that we usually do, Adam. That's, a, that's an excellent point. So I think that one of the things that's new here, we are on the same page. One of the things that's a little different here and what, why this is coming up is the SEC finally listed a, a list of specific coins they think are securities. And there's some that have been mentioned here and there. Um, you know, obviously Ripple and XRP, they've gone after um, you know, the, well, I think it was maybe the New York state attorney general listed, um, ether in one of them, et cetera. That wasn't necessarily the sec. So that there, there's ones have been attacked on different levels, but we've never really had a list from the sec. So I think that's, what's changed right now saying, Hey, these 11 or 12 or whatever it was, we think that these are securities. Right. And, and again, the sec has been kind of peppering them into other, other claims or, or, or other suits here and there. This is where they went after the two largest exchanges. And they said, these are the ones that we think are securities. And this is why you're operating an unregulated, unlicensed exchange, because you've listed these, which we think are securities. And I think as we talked about last week, the irony is there are some that are list. There are some of, of these cryptocurrencies, crypto assets that are listed on Coinbase that are not in the lawsuit but they're in the Binance lawsuit. So it seems like the SEC was just kind of, you know, picking and choosing which ones they were going to pepper in. But when they come at the two biggest exchanges, that's when everyone else starts to listen and go, oh, these are the ones the SEC is really serious about. These are the, the, the ones that they've called out by name in the lawsuit. And now we're a little worried. Yeah. And so I think one of the most uh, noteworthy effects of that was Robinhood then uh, as part of their crypto platform, then every every token and coin that the SEC listed, they took down from their platform. And that seems to be what started kind of the run on on altcoins over the weekend. Right. They uh, yeah, Robinhood did it first. And, and remember, from the perspective of Robinhood, they don't want to be they don't want to be next on the SEC's list. Number one, they certainly don't want you know, clients there or customers, users of Robinhood to be uh, buying these security, bu buying these crypto assets and then find out later their securities, they couldn't be listed. All of a sudden, there's no liquidity for them. They have to take them down right away. The value drops even more. So I think Robinhood is just going, look, we have a huge securities business. We have a huge you know, equity business and options and whatever else Robinhood does. We don't need to get stuck with this. We don't need to be in the Coinbase camp where we're spending $100 million on on legislation, on, on fighting the SEC or anything, we'll just take them down. It's not that important to us, right? So that's a, a little bit of why the values come down, because if these start getting delisted from all these other exchanges, what you're going to see is liquidity dry up. You're not going to have anyone to, if, if I want to sell, I'm not going to have anyone left there to buy. There's not going to be no place that, that I can sell my tokens. And so we saw the value drop because everyone is just selling and taking and, and getting out of them. Yep. And on the high level, what the issue is, right, what you mentioned with Robin, that is they don't want to be seen as listing securities. And the reason is then they are now an unlicensed securities exchange, which is the whole point of the lawsuit against Coinbase. So they allege a couple of things. But number one is you are selling securities and you are an unregistered securities exchange. Therefore, you're breaking the law. 
And what Robin had also said there, uh, I think their chief compliance officer had some testimony maybe on Friday. It was very recent that said they worked with the SEC for maybe 18 months to try to register. And I forget what the term was, but some type of alternative exchange in order to in order to do that. And then they were suddenly told in March, I believe they were saying that, yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, we're not going to approve you under any circumstances. And so that's another kind of frustrating thing that that led to a little bit of this run. Yeah, exactly. And, and remember, Robinhood is a licensed exchange, right? They, they are licensed and registered to exchange assets, to exchange mm -hmm. equities and options and everything else. So the suit against them, this is my understanding, the suit against them would be, yes, you're licensed and you're registered, but you listed unregistered, unlicensed securities. And that could be a hefty fine. It could be pulling their registration, which is, you know, Robinhood's bread and butter is, you know, getting everyone to, to ape into GameStop stock because that's so much safer than, you know, buying Algorand or, or Matic tokens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Imagine them being behind a security that goes up, you know, a thousand percent and then drops down to almost nothing. That would be, that would be crazy again, but you're right. It's, it was very similar to crypto, but nobody's on, nobody's on them for that. And, and I think the other thing, Adam, that we talk about sometimes is that, look, at the end of the day, although the SEC's behavior is is just could not be any worse in really any of these situations, honestly, some of these probably are securities, right? And and probably should be under some scrutiny to a certain extent. But the issue is they're not going after the companies that produce these. They're going after Coinbase. So they're, they're, they're hitting again, they're hitting the choke points for these, the distribution for these, rather than trying to take on these lawsuits one by one, it would seem. Right. And, and that's what I've heard. Again, not a lawyer, but I've heard a lot of the, the lawyers that are analyzing this going, wait a minute, you're not giving, uh, in this case, Matic and Solana and Algorand the opportunity to have their day in court with you. You're just, just declaring them securities by virtue of your lawsuit against Coinbase. That's not really fair. And, and, and actually, from what I've heard, is, um, is not legal for the SEC to do, but they're not, they're, they're not giving the companies that produce these tokens uh, the ability to have their day in court, to, to have their say against the SEC. And as you said, Robinhood, and, and as we've heard from Coinbase, they've tried to register. They've done their best. They've tried to be yeah. compliant as much as they can. And the SEC, SEC has kind of turned them down, which, which gets us to you know, our huge level of frustration. But as we do, Steve, we always try to bring this back around to how this affects financial advisors. And the, the effect on financial advisors is it's frustrating because you and I can sit here and go, you know, th this isn't going to work. You know, the, the SEC is going to lose this or maybe they're going to win or, or we can go, look, this is just going to take a while. Right. Like we said, right after the I, I believe we, we probably said it when you and I talked last week, right after uh, the, the suit against Binance, the suit against Coinbase came out, we said this is going to take years to settle. This will take a really long time. Not mm -hmm. a whole lot is going to be moving in the process. Maybe there will be some some new legislation between now and then. But we're already seeing immediate effects that, that affect people's value. It'll affect financial advisors. We'll see if any of the, um, the any of the exchanges that cater to RIAs like Gemini and, and Anchorage and Coinbase, we'll see if they start to delist some of those as well, yeah. which will affect RIAs. It will affect financial advisors. And if you're coming into this as a financial advisor, it probably affects whether or not you want to put clients in any of these uh, crypto assets that might be securities because we saw the value drop. And even if you are an RIA like you are, Steve, that uses Coinbase as your custodian mm -hmm. and Coinbase doesn't delist one of those, the value still dropped 20 or 25 percent. So if your clients are in those tokens and they drop 25 percent, they're going to give you a call and they're going to be wondering why 
yeah. has dropped. You know, Coinbase still has it listed. Why did the value drop? Well, it's because Robinhood decided to, to, to drop it from their list. Mm-hmm. For no, And the SEC didn't tell them they had to, but they're yep. just getting out in front of it. Yep. And a lot of these coins are also included in a lot of the indexes that are created for the industry. So I think it's some of the different bitwise indexes and that's just who's top of mind, but it's a lot of them. They, most of them include Solana and and some of these. And, and so even if you're just thinking, Hey, I'm just going to stay nice and diversified for my clients, you're, you're, you're still going to get hit. So uh, they've been roped in on a number of levels here. Right. And so the immediate term for advisors and and even for us that are very, very pro crypto is there's still some, there's still some, uh, I guess, landmines out there. There's still some traps out there and knowing about it and being bullish on it and everything kind of doesn't help. You have to understand still what you're getting into. And that's painful for us to say. It's painful for us to go in the near term. You kind of have to watch out because, again, the, the, the likes of Gemini could decide, you know what? We don't want to get hit by the SEC either. We're going to delist several of these. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that, that that's a great point. And, and for me, altcoins, we don't do anything with, with these altcoins here. Because again, I don't think there's an investment case to be made as a fiduciary. So as a growth or speculative portion of your portfolio, um, sure, speculation in particular. Uh, but as a fiduciary, what, what I, you know, one of the things I like to ask other advisors is, what is it about Bitcoin and Ether that doesn't provide enough risk and return in that profile that you need to go outside of that to get more for your clients? And so I get there's a lot of things out there that are a lot more fun and interesting and 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 that you know make for better stories. But to but to us, those, you know, Bitcoin, Ether, and then maybe a couple other layer two token type things provide plenty of risk and return that we don't need to take on all this extra burden outside of there to do it. And so um, I would just remind everybody who is thinking, hey, I'm being super diversified by investing in these altcoins. I'm not sure that you are. It seems like you're adding risk without necessarily adding the potential for return. That, that's right. And, and especially at this time with what's happening with regulation in the U.S., there is probably more risk than there is the ability f- for, for the return at this moment because we're just not quite sure who's going to do what next. We're not quite sure who the SEC is gonna, going to come after next and what follow-on effects we've, we've seen because what happened in many of the altcoins this past weekend was a follow-on effect from something the SEC did, not against those particular tokens directly, but against Coinbase that caused Robinhood to make a decision which dropped the value of those tokens. And, and that's one of those follow-on effects that from a risk perspective, you're, you're just going to have a tough time overcoming right now. Like you said, yeah. if, you're, if you're bullish crypto, bullish Bitcoin and ETH is probably pretty good for right now unless you know something that we don't yeah great point right and the and the sec is bringing in their friends right the, the doj and the new york department of justice you know the new york ag and whatever they do and it's really a lot like bringing in you know mercenaries from ireland or conscripts from wales or you know whatever you need to to help sack the scottish and but but we're here to we're here to fight back that's what it's all about i i love how you you brought it all back we're going to bring in all the clans that's exactly that's exactly right we're gonna unite all the clans unified under robert the bruce yes Uh, i think i guess that makes you robert the bruce (laughs) why not why not uh okay i've got so many we better i'm gonna go back to where i started it's gonna go downhill so anyway we'll we'll wrap up there thanks for joining us on unfortunately an altcoin episode but hopefully that provided a little clarity on what's going on how we view the altcoins and what's going on and adam any last thoughts 
not, not any last thoughts. This is just time to, to stay on top of it. Be a little careful. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a really interesting time if you want to follow on Twitter to learn more about the legal system and, and what the SEC can do. Otherwise, you know, keep getting educated. Keep learning what we're, what we're talking about here uh, and, and stay safe. Excellent. All right. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next time.